Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. Top of the hour scoreboard update means you get as many as you can take and we can squeeze in in this hour. Right now, though, let's turn it over to the star. It's the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and our producer tonight, and James Adams here in downtown Indianapolis, high above the circle. Before we get to some scores, some news for the Indianapolis Colts. Shaquille Leonard is not ruled out ahead of their week four game against the Tennessee Titans. The Colts are 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Leonard has now been practicing for three consecutive weeks in a full capacity. He is listed as questionable as he's been recovering from back surgery in June. Also worth noting, DeForest Buckner did not participate in practice at all this week. It was a DNP on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He carries an questionable designation for Sunday's game with an elbow injury. The only player ruled out, safety Julian Blackman with a sprained ankle. Bernard Ryman listed as questionable. He was able to log a full participation today. And Shaq Leonard is questionable once again as he logged full practices all week as he's been recovering from that back surgery. Colts are 1-1-1. The Titans are 1-2. Kickoff Sunday is at 1 o'clock from Lucas Oil Stadium. Some five high school final scores tonight. Week number seven, a week from Sunday, will be the pairing show. Bob Lovell, Paul Condry. Scores tonight, Heritage Hills. They shut out Washington 77-0. North Judson picks up a huge win over Triton. They score 62 points in their win. Triton only picks up 22. Knox all over Pioneer 53-18 final score. Jasper, they edge out Castle 43-42. And if you go to our Twitter, at IND Sports Talk, you can see how they won courtesy of Chris Norton. Ron Colley, they pick up a win over Mail, which is in Detroit. 28-7 was the final score. Lowell and Highland, touchdown separation between the two teams, and Lowell defeats Highland tonight. Indianapolis Lutheran all over Monrovia. 52-6 was the final score. Fort Wayne Bishop Dwinger and Fort Wayne Bishop Lures combined to score 29 points. Five points is the separation of victory for Fort Wayne Bishop Dwinger. 17-12 final score. Griffith picks up a win over Boone Grove. 28-26. Lafayette Jeff. They outscored McCutcheon by 50 in their win tonight. 57 Norwell puts up 62 points offensively tonight, which is more than enough to pick up a win over against DeKalb, who puts up 14. Jeffersonville, New Albany, very close game. Down south, 27-20. New Albany with the win tonight over Jeffersonville. Heritage and Bluffton, 31-20 final score. Bluffton falls to Heritage. North Miami and Wabash, another nail-biter. 33-32 was the final score. Wabash comes out on top. Elkhart, they hold South Bend Adams to a field goal. 35-3 was the final score. South Dearborn shuts out Franklin County 20-0. Salem and Eastern, they combined to score 93 points. And a one point is the separation tonight. 47-46, Salem picks up the win 
over Eastern. Fort Wayne Concordia and Fort Wayne Wayne 29-22 was the final and Concordia of Fort Wayne picks up the win. Covenant Christian just steamrolls Crystal House Emanuel 61-6. Scottsburg they shut out Mitchell 33-0. Mylan falls to Providence 43-21 tonight. Speedway picks up a win over Cascade 34-28. Northeastern a field goal for the win against Shenandoah, 35-32. Final score, Tippecanoe Valley. They score 57 points in their win over McConaughey, who had 14. Lawrence Central picks up another win as they shut out North Central, 32 to nothing. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Garen Catholic, tw- uh, 59-35 winners over Northview. Tom Dilley joins me. Coach, congratulations on a win tonight. Thanks, Bob. It's very impressive. Good bounce back for you and your guys. I mean, you know what I mean? Showed a little character tonight, did you not? Yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, as you would expect from uh, Coach Rates and his staff at Northview, run a really good program. It was certainly a hard-fought, close game for most of the game and uh, a lot of back and forth. And our kids – Kept kept answering calls and you know scores that they got. It was uh, a little bit too close for our liking early on, but our kids kept hanging in there and pulled away at the end. Well, you mentioned Coach Rates and Northview. They have played well. I mean, they they are they're a good solid football team. We know about his background and success. And you you know you guys are great for a reason. But this is a good win over a good football team. Yeah, his his teams are always good, and uh, he does a nice job of playing to his personnel, and his kids know exactly what they're doing. They play fast and physical, and they're well coached. Well, your kids were able to match it. Tell me how you did this. What's the uh, what's the difference in the win, do you think? Well, we had a few kids. Uh, Malcolm Howes is our sophomore quarterback who's been starting since our uh, junior, Ryan Zimmerman, got off to a great start but then got hurt. Um, so Malcolm is making his, uh, I think, third start now. He had three touchdown passes, another touchdown run. Uh, Will Freeman and Jack Cherry caught touchdown passes. Justin Zoblak was our workhorse running the ball with over 100 yards, and Cooper Navarro punched a couple touchdowns in. Uh, Luke Moody, our free safety, also uh, returned a kickoff for a touchdown to get our scoring started and then had an interception at the end of the game to kind of put things on ice and – you know, we don't have any stats for this guy, but Brendan Brendan McElvena is our starting right tackle, a three-year starter who has been battling uh, an ankle all year and is just finally close to being right and really had a nice game and it was good to see him uh, looking healthy and uh, that was big for our offensive line. Tonight, big win for number eight and three A Garen Catholic, fifty-nine thirty-five winners over Northview. Tom Dilley, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Michael Kelly from Hamilton Southeastern joins me. HSE, number four and 6A, beating uh, Noblesville tonight, 38-14. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, Bob. It was a, a, good, a good night for the Royals. It's always a good night for the Royals when you when you beat a team, uh, you know, a county team, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, you know, yes, sir. It's, yes, it's sir. just one of those things, one of those rivalry type games, right? 
Yes, sir. It was it was a tightly contested game early. Uh, it was only fourteen. Uh, we were up fourteen nothing at halftime. So uh, it, it was it was a ball game early. That's for sure. So what uh, what turned the table for you? Uh, in the second half, offensive line and, and we our tight ends did a nice job. Uh, kind of dominating the line of scrimmage and creating some leverage for us. And our running backs did a, a phenomenal job running the football. Um, Jalen Alexander had a great night. And then uh, Eli Brantman ran really hard. And Ezra Wallace ran really hard. So running backs did a nice job for us as well in the second half. Really kind of turned the tide in our defense. Once again, came up with some big stops, some turnovers, uh, creating shorter fields for us, uh, which is always a good thing. All right, you got two weeks left. Uh, are, are you? Are they where they need to be? You feel good about where you are? Well, I, you know, I, I feel like we got to figure out how to get a little faster starts on offense. Uh, I think our defense has done a great job all season long, keeping keeping us in the game until offenses start clicking. Uh, you like to see the offense be a little more dominant early in the, uh, in the games and, and figuring out how to put some points on the board uh, quicker. Uh, but but at the end of the day. Uh, we've been playing some complimentary football, uh, playing some foot position, and didn't getting it done on the defensive side of the football, which is which is good to see. Um, I'm excited to see what we, what we can do uh, if we put an entire football, four quarters of football together. What what our team is capable of being. Uh, we got some dangerous weapons at the receiver position. Uh, Donovan Hamilton again tonight had a phenomenal uh, couple catches. Uh, and he's just done a great job for us this year, uh, creating a little more. Uh, balanced box, if you will, um, but by by making sure mm-hmm. you guys are covering him. And so it's been he's been a nice addition this year to our our program, our team, um, and getting him uh, some some touches every night is is key for our running game. Um, and then just being able to execute uh, cleanly. Uh, we weren't clean in the first half in terms of um, penalties and such, and, and uh, we clean those up, and, and uh, we're heading in the right direction. That's for sure. HSC 38-14 winners over Noblesville. Michael Kelly, thanks for the call, Michael. Good luck. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate what you do for Indiana football as well. Thank you for the kind words. Tonight's Player with Heart is brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, they are and will remain farmers at heart. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Some final scores. High school football week number seven. Martinsville picks up a win over Perry Meridian, 27-10. Final score, Decatur Central. They just steamroll Greenwood, 52-12. Final score tonight, Lebanon shuts out Crawfordsville, 35-0. Adams Central also shuts out their opponent tonight. That is Southern Wells, 63-0. Cincinnati Landmark and Middletown Christian combined for 37 points. The difference was one, 19-18 tonight. Cincinnati Landmark picks up a win over Middletown Christian. Mississinema shuts out Blackford 49 to nothing. Centerville and Union City another shutout 27 to 0. Centerville with the dub over Union City. Culver Community defeats Caston 36 to 12. Forest Park falls to North Posey tonight 28-20. Garrett outscores Fairfield 28 to 6. And their win this evening. Garen Catholic, a big win over Northview, 59-35. Southridge over South Spencer, 49-14. West Lafayette over Lewis Cass, 
41 to 6. Evansville North outscores Vincennes Lincoln by a field goal 17-14. South Bend Riley all over New Prairie tonight 52 to 7. Terre Haute North Vigo 37 Southport 0 tonight and Rensselaer Central over Benton Central 49-20. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Martinsville, 27-10 winners over Perry Meridian tonight. Martinsville's head coach. Congratulations on a win. You needed this win. You needed to bounce back, did you not? Well, I don't know about bounce back. We, You know, we needed to, you know, after beating Whiteland last week, we needed to, uh, we, we needed to, to, to kind of take on right. a good Perry Meridian team and not have a, not have a letdown, but it, it was a sloppy game, um, just real sloppy all around both sides. Uh, we, I think there was 30 combined penalties tonight, um, but, hey, we're able to find a way to win, and that's all that matters. Well, bounce back in a sense that when you win a huge game like that, you want to be able to back it up, and you're right. You know, you, you had a great win, but, you know, you, you got to come back, and, and it's hard, you know, it's hard. And I'm sure the message all week was, hey, that game's over. <laughs> we have another good one, and if we're as good as we think we are, we got to be able to string together two games just like that back-to-back or we're not going to win a sectional. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the the theme of the week was blinders, talking about like horse racing and, you know, seeing what's in front of you and running your race and not worrying about all right. the distractions with homecoming and the fact you just knocked off the number one ranked team in the state. And, uh, you know, the boys did a good job of that. They they had a great week of practice. They bought into it. They they prepared the way they need to. Uh, just didn't put, but just didn't play our best game tonight. And some of that was Perry Meridian. But, um, you know, we, we, like I said, we, we told the kids after the game, good teams find a way to win no matter what happens. Right. And we did that tonight. Well, they are young kids, and it's uh, you can say all that about focusing on that next game, but they're still thinking about that high they had from last week's win. That's hard not to, to – that's hard to avoid that. All right, so who steps up and plays well for you tonight? So, uh, Braden Shrake had a, had a great game. He was uh, 30 carries for 198 yards tonight and a couple TDs. And, uh, and our defense, our defense was really, really good tonight. I think we, uh, um, our stat guy had uh, a total, total yardage of 136 yards for Perry tonight. Um, so it seemed like they had more than that, but that's what our stat guy had. So I'll go with it. But, um, you know, our defense has played really, really well. Um, their, their one score was, was after a, a botch snap by us and uh, got a safety. Then they had good field position and they were able to capitalize on that. But uh, overall, our defense was great tonight. And like I said, Braden Shrake was – was 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 phenomenal. All right, so who do you play next week? We got uh, county rival Mooresville next week, and uh, that's always a big game. And Coach Gillen's a, a heck of a coach, and <laughs> right. it'll be a great crowd. Right. And uh, right, um, you know, it, it 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 should be a good environment with two good football teams going at it. That's always a great matchup, whatever sport you're playing tonight, Martinsville. Uh, the, the big win. Uh, they're number eight in 4A. They win tonight 27-10 over Perry Meridian. Brian Duggar, thanks so much for the call. And good luck next week. Hey, thanks, Bob. And again, thanks for all you do. You're welcome. Thanks for the kind words. I appreciate it. Heritage Hills tonight with a very impressive win over Washington. 77-0 the final from W. Uh, um, 
AXL in Santa Claus, Steve Kolb. Steve, thanks for the call. We're going to talk about Hall of Famers, but also mm-hmm. let's talk about this game. Just an overwhelming win for Heritage Hills tonight. It really was. Good good bounce back win for the Patriots. He'd lost a couple of tough ones to North Posey and, and Gibson Southern in the last two weeks. And teams still searching to put four quarters together. They did so tonight against a Washington team that's very, very young and was overmatched. But the one thing about that game I wanted to highlight was <clears throat> late in the second quarter, uh, senior, uh, it was senior night for Heritage Hills, their final home game, 16 seniors on the roster. And uh, Blake Duttlinger, young man who last year after a week five victory was working on his uh, family's farm on the Saturday after that game and suffered a a really awful accident on the, on the farm and ended up having the lower part of one of his legs amputated due to the injury he suffered. Mm, Um, mm. And he has come back, Mm -hmm. he wrestled last winter uh, and was successful wrestling. He's come back. He has suited up every game of football this fall. He wears a, wow. um, a kind of a blade prosthetic that allows him to run. Right. And um, right. He, he had always bugged Coach Wilkerson about about running the football prior to his injury. He wanted to be a running back. He was down the depth <laughs> right. chart there. Right. Tonight, the second quarter on a two-point conversion, out of the wishbone, he got the call two yards into the into the end zone for the two-point conversion for his uh, one and only ever varsity carry, but he got it in there. <laughs> and nobody happier than the 10 other guys out there with him. They were all over him after oh. he scored that two-point conversion. It was, it was really neat. It is neat, and I'm getting emotional just listening to you tell me about it. That that is that's phenomenal. Congratulations to him. Uh, you talk about tough-minded uh, and, and having that mental approach. That what a great, great uh, emotional night, and so happy for him. Now, speaking of emotions, five Heritage Hills players going to be inducted into the Indiana Football Hall of Fame. Do I have that right? That's right. Five of them this Sunday at the beautiful Lincoln Amphitheater at Lincoln State Park, just down the highway from the school. Uh, and uh, five big names in, 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 in our part of the state down here getting inducted. Uh, right. Jay Cutler, uh, Jay Cutler, 2000 state champion quarterback. Of course, uh, had an outstanding college career at Vanderbilt and then uh, in the NFL with the, the Chicago Bears. Ken Delger, who's uh, known statewide in Indiana for his days with the Indianapolis sure. Colts and the Tampa Bay Bucks, and, and a very nice career at the University of Illinois after playing at Heritage Hills. Bruce King played at Purdue back in the 80s, uh, played in the NFL with the Chiefs and the Bills. Chris Sigler, who was teammates with, with Bruce on an outstanding team back uh, in, uh, in – they graduated in 1980. Chris played at Indiana under uh, Lee Corso and then played for the Ottawa Rough Riders and the – in the CFL, and then longtime Patriot coach Stan Yoakum, who's been a part of that program for a long, long time, um, and uh, it's such a such a neat thing to get all five of those guys in in the same year. Coach, of course, Coach Bob Clayton got in a number of years ago, and they right. had a nice ceremony for him. But five guys that mean an awful lot to this Heritage Hills football program going going in together. They'll all be back, um, and uh, and and together. Uh, talking about that and uh, celebrating their induction into the Hall of Fame this Sunday uh, down here in Spencer County. It's going to be a a really neat uh, afternoon and evening uh, here in Spencer County. 
And it should be because you're talking about guys who played, you know, in a small high school in a small town in southwestern Indiana, and the number of the the names, I mean, uh, Cutler, Dilger, guys who played in the NFL had lengthy careers in the NFL. The dream can come true for you is what this is about. Yeah, and and you think about guys like Bruce King and and Chris Sigler, they were teammates on an undefeated team and what they might've been able to do in the postseason had the rules been different then, but that was back in the old. Oh, yeah. System. Yeah. And playing at a small right. school, they couldn't accrue enough points to get into the playoffs, even off an undefeated regular season. And, uh, and just would have loved to have seen what that team could have accomplished had they gotten the opportunity, but it wasn't available for them back then. Thank goodness we've, We've uh, through the years changed that up, but uh, you know they did great things <laughs> in, in college at IU and Purdue, and and later on as well. And and so happy for Coach Yoakum. Uh, he's been such a huge part of Heritage Hills High School. He's a uh, longtime girls basketball head coach at Heritage Hills, still coaching in the football program all these years, and uh, um, and just a, a, a great honor for him as well. So going to be a fun day in in uh, Spencer County. Steve Cole from WAXL in Santa Claus. Heritage Hills beats Washington 77-0. Big induction ceremonies for the Indiana Football Hall of Fame coming up on Sunday. Tickets available? Can they? Are they sold out? Can people still go? Yes. The tickets are available, $15 at the door or through, their, uh, through the Booster Club, uh, Heritage Hills Quarterback Club. You can just Google that, and they're available online. Right. Uh, as well, but $15 as well, the same price, whether you get them online right. at the time or at the, at the door. Give everyone my best. Congratulations to everybody. Thank you for sharing this with me, too, Steve. It's uh, really, really important. And, and the story about uh, the, the Heritage Hills player, you made, my, you made my night. You made my whole season, quite frankly, <laughs> hearing a story like that. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to pass it along. Have a good evening. Thanks so much. Coming up, Chris Norton from WITZ and Jasper talking about their win over Castle. Ryan Cole from Centerville, big win over Union County. That's all coming up on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. With this Network Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Week number seven of the high school football season has concluded. A week from Sunday, the pairing show for sectionals, Coach Bob Level. Paul Condry. High school football scores tonight. Calumet New Tech. They shut out South Bend Clay 60-0. Hobart. The Brickies pick up a win over Kankakee Valley 45-8. Crown Point was all over Laporte tonight 51-10. Chesterton and Lake Central. Two very good teams. 14-13 final score. Chesterton with the win over Lake Central. Evansville Harrison all over Evansville Central 42-7. Hammond Central rolls on by Hammond Morton, 49-20. Valparaiso, Merrillville, and Merrillville picks up another win. 37-10 final score in Gary Westside. They shut out East Chicago Central, 52-0. Edinburgh, Traders Point Christian, 35-7 was the final score earlier tonight with Traders Point Christian pick up a picking up a win. Penn shuts out South Bend St. Joseph 40 to 0. Heritage Christian 
They come up with one stop to defeat LaPelle. 42-38 was the final score. Switzerland County defeats South Decatur 33-7. Whiteland over Mooresville tonight 48-30. Hagerstown over Winchester Community 27-19. And Lawrence North defeats Warren Central 35-14. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight, Jasper beats Castle 43-42 from WITZ and Jasper Chris Norton on the call this game. What a wild game. What a great win for the Cats tonight, Chris. It absolutely was playing spoiler against Castle, and it was back and forth, 11 total touchdowns, two field goals, both coming for Castle. Now, Jasper had a big lead early in the second half, 35-13. Castle, to their credit, it looked like they were about done, but they came all the way back, 22 unanswered, had a chance to kick a field goal, a 37-yarder at the end of regulation, sailed wild, wide right, took us to overtime. Now, Castle had the mm-hmm. first possession, Fumbled one into the end zone. Max McCool scores another touchdown on the night. PAT is good. Jasper, Max Butel, a freshman in his fourth varsity start, rolls to his right, throws all the way across the field to the left-hand side, Tyler Atkins for the touchdown, and then Jace Perkin takes it in. 43-42 in OT, your final. A wacky game back and forth, and Jasper does what they do best, running the ball. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for the call. I hope you're doing well. I'll call you. We'll try to catch up tonight. Jasper over Castle. Castle number nine in 5A, 43-42 the final. Chris Norton from WITZ. Chris, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. All right. Take care. Ryan Cole joins me from Centerville. Centerville 27-0 winners over Union County. Great win tonight, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. All right, defensively, what more do you want these guys to do? Yeah, our defense played great tonight. It was uh, that was a big one for us. To, we came off a loss last week, tough loss, and so we needed a bounce back win. And it was senior night, and um, yeah, our, our defense stepped up big, and we're able to hold on to that shutout tonight. So uh, it is big, and uh, it sounds to me like you guys are starting to get some momentum with this group. Yeah, we, I mean, we are, and we're, we're trying to – we've got – we're a little banged up right now, so we're trying to get healthy before sectional time. And um, But this was a big one for us and another conference victory. So it was, uh, it was important, and it was, again, it was senior night for us. So we, it was really important to our seniors and our guys that mm-hmm. we sent them out on top and, and got a good win for them at home. All right, who played well? Uh, defensively, uh, we, we had a, two seniors, our middle linebackers, Jacob Crow and Colin Clark played outstanding. And, um, we had a freshman who led our team in tackles tonight at outside linebacker is Ethan Becerra. Uh, he'll definitely be a name to, to watch out for in the coming years. Right. And then offensively, um, Nate Dickinson, Nate Dickinson's a junior. He had seven catches for 170 yards and a touchdown. So he had a huge night uh, on the receiving end and, um, but overall, we, it was a really a great team effort. Our defense played outstanding and just couldn't be more proud of our boys tonight. Ryan Cole, the head coach at Centerville. They beat Union County 27 nothing tonight. Coach, thanks for taking time. Congratulations and good luck next week. All right. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Thank you. Brad Seiss joins me, the head coach at uh, Merrillville, the number two and five A, they beat Valpo tonight, thirty-seven ten. Now, Coach, when you're finished, I'm going to turn it over to Paul Condry and okay, patience. And thank you so much for the call tonight. 
Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Uh, good win for us. Uh, you know, us, us and Valpo is always a, a great matchup, uh, you know, a little later right. in the season. Um, kids stepped up, played really well. Uh, um, it was it was close at halftime, and then we kind of uh, extended it in the second half, but a good win for us. Did you make some adjustments uh, at, at halftime, or did your kids just come out and execute in the second half? Uh, yeah, uh, you know they they came out and, and and did some things a little bit differently uh, on on offense for them, and, and they marched it right down and scored, and and we made some good adjustments after that first drive to kind of slow them down in the uh, in the second quarter, and then uh, you know really in the second half defensively we were uh, we were really strong. Um, we had a a sixteen ten lead at half, and then uh, didn't give up any second half points in the offense. Got it rolling, scoring three touchdowns. So. Uh, you know, just just a good win for our guys. All right, so who plays well for you, Coach, tonight in this win? Uh, de- defensively, you know, really you can you can thank our our front seven. Um, you know, did did a nice job of uh, Valpo mm-hmm. is a very uh, run dominated team. Did a good job of uh, of stepping up, and then uh, offensively, our quarterback Jalen Thomas did a nice job of leading the offense. Uh, Justin Marshall's a really good player that we that we put at receiver and running back. He had a couple touchdowns, so uh, you know, really a, a team effort. You know, all over the place, uh, guys stepping up. Well, coach, congratulations on the win. I wish you the best next week, and uh, thanks so much again for taking time to call me. It means a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate what you guys do. I appreciate that. Of Paul Condry, he joins me now. He's from the Regional Radio Sports Network, the founder of the Regional Radio Sports Network. Also, member of the Indiana Football Hall of Fame, Indiana Broadcasters and Sports Writers Hall of Fame, and best football has in the state of Indiana. Paul, my broadcast partner, uh, a week from Sunday on the pairing show. You heard uh, your coach Sykes talk about this win. This is a, always a big, big battle. What were your thoughts about this game? Uh, Maryville needs to improve on uh, a lot of things. Valparaiso's got a whole bunch of improvement. The thing that Brad Cease is really concerned about is, is 124 yards in penalties, 15 penalties. This could have got even worse uh, yeah, if uh, – if they straighten out some of that stuff, Maribel's a very, very talented group of athletes. And, you know, he talked about their quarterback, uh, a really solid effort tonight for Jalen Thomas, uh, nearly 300 yards in, uh, in, in passing. I thought he was solid. But that front, uh, front group that Brad alluded to just uh, made a rush made it just kind of just turned a rough shot over Valparaiso the whole night. Didn't allow Valparaiso to get anything. Uh, really underway offensively, but the, really the key thing was in the is in the second quarter, seven seven tie, Valparaiso airmails a uh, a a snap into the end zone, goes through the punter's hands for a safety. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. it's nine seven, mm-hmm. and then on the free kick, next thing you know, boom, just like that, it was uh, Maryville three plays later, oh. and all of a sudden a seven seven game just turned around yes. in the matter of sixty seconds, and that's how Maryville is. So explosive, so dynamic, and you know you get them in a situation where you're going to try to uh, get them into a shootout. Good luck with that. Uh, I think you need to choose another profession, actually. 
<laughs> All right. I know you have been preparing. You and your staff are already working uh, for the pairing show coming up a week from Sunday. Um, I, I know you're excited. Uh, and by the time it's uh, it arrives, you'll have inches and inches of info in front of you. Yeah. We're a little bit overkill, aren't aren't we, on that coach? I tell you what, we really uh, probably could do a 10-hour show as much as we do. Just as much as as hard as we try to work it. We don't want to leave any stone unturned. All the coaches know that this week that Paul will be bothering them for the most up-to-date stuff. So we'll have a good time and uh, hope the 50th anniversary of the tournament will be something special for everybody. Just so you know, I'm not hosting a 10-hour show. <laughs> you know, two and a half is my limit. <laughs> just, just so you know that you want to, you want to do a 10-hour show, get get a co-host, uh, not me. All right. Uh, so tomorrow night, everybody, Paul and I will will recap Week Seven of the high school football season. Paul Condry, great to talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much. Thanks, Coach. God bless. He's the best, everyone. So coming up, we still have more football to talk about. We're going to talk about South Vermilion's win over Fountain Central. Um, Our our good friend Greg Barrett from South Vermilion will join us after this uh, scoreboard update. Coach, be patient, okay? Hang with me here. We're going to spend some time talking about their win. It's always a big battle between South Vermilion and Fountain Central. Also, uh, we'll talk a little uh, college football, set the stage for what's going to be a very busy and exciting day of college football tomorrow. And we always encourage you to join us on Saturday nights to hear our discussion about college football and talk a little NFL football. And if you get a chance, get out and watch some ball tomorrow at some of these small colleges. Some of those games are fun. You'll see kids that we've talked about on the show on Friday nights and have a little bit of fun coming up scoreboard update and then we'll talk about south vermilion and fountain central on indiana stock with this indiana sports talk scoreboard update i'm eddie garrison let's take a look at tomorrow's schedule college football purdue is at minnesota golden gophers are ranked 21st in the country uh purdue's aiden o'connell is a game time decision Again, with an unspecified injury, the game kicks off at noon on ESPN2. On ESPN Plus, from Muncie, Ball State, will play host to Northern Illinois at 5 o'clock. Indiana State is on the road at Northern Iowa. Indiana is on the road against Nebraska. The 3-1 Hoosiers take on the Cornhuskers at 7.30. That game is on the Big Ten Network. And Notre Dame enjoys a week off. They will be back in action next week in a night game versus BYU. Major League Baseball tomorrow, Cincinnati. They're in Chicago taking on the Cubs. 220 is the first pitch. Guardians are playing host to the Kansas City Royals. 6-10 start tomorrow. Detroit Tigers, Minnesota Twins, 6-10 from Detroit. Uh, Pittsburgh is in St. Louis taking on the Cardinals. That game is at 7-15. And then the nightcap at 8-40 will be the Chicago White Sox and the San Diego Padres. Of course, on Sunday, the Indianapolis Colts, week number four. They are 1-1-1, and they will play host to the Tennessee Titans in a crucial AFC South matchup. Titans are 1-2. Shaquille Leonard is listed as questionable for the first time this year. He's missed the first three games of the season as he's been recovering from back surgery back in June. Kickoff at 1 o'clock from Lucas Oil Stadium. 
No chance. Welcome back, everybody. What a night of football. Let's talk about South Vermillion's 36-18 win over Fountain Central with the head coach at South Vermillion, Greg Barrett. Hello, Coach. How's it going, Coach? Coach, are you there? Coach. I'm here. You got me? You know, Hello. not as well for me as it is for you. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on the win. Yeah, thanks. It was uh, it went down about like I thought it was tonight. I lost my voice doing it. Um, Fountain Central played us tough. I mean, it was <laughs> a good, a good first half, and you know, Coach King obviously does a great job. Hall of Fame coach, he knows what he's doing, and it was a good battle in the first half tonight. Right, they kept us on our kept us on our toes all night long. Well, Herb is really very good at what he does. He's done a great job uh, moving into Fountain Central, kind of revitalized this group. So what would you do to win this game? Well, it's, we did it a little bit differently. Um, defensively, we we only had 23 offensive plays tonight. I mean, they did a great job of eating the clock up. Wow. Um, yes. You know, right. we came up with some big plays on, on on defense. We had two pick six. Gabe Clay took 177 yards, and, and then Dylan Condor had 175 yards. They moved the ball on us well all night long. Um, you know, and we did some good things on offense also. We just didn't have the ball a ton. So we won in a different fashion than, than we have been. Uh, but it was a great test for our defense. Um, and it was a good win for us. It was a hard-fought battle on both sides. Well, congratulations. I mean, here we are week seven. These are the kinds of wins you're looking for at this particular time of the year. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, next week it's it's homecoming. We, we play Seager. It's for the conference championship. Um, it, it's going to be a mm-hmm. crazy week next week. So it's going to be, you know, it's what you want. You got them at home. Um, it's to take the title. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know we're, fire, we're fired up. We're in the driver's seat. We're right where we want to be. We just, you know, we just got to keep executing. Yeah, you do. All right, so uh, are we raising money for uh, childhood leukemia? How are we doing with the coaches? Yeah, it's been going really good. Um, I think there was a couple games tonight that we're going to kind of wrap it up, but I do believe there are actually going to be two games next week also, but it's coming to an end. Uh, you know, I can't thank the coaches enough for uh, getting involved and doing this. And when I get to the totals, find out, you know, wh- how much we've raised – I'll make sure I get back with you, and you know we'll get we'll get all that out there. But it's it's been going really good. So where what's the website people can go to, on on the internet and make a contribution? Give me that information. It's the PS We Love You Fund dot org. Um, PS We Love You Fund dot org. A PS stands for Patrick Stevens. So PS We Love You fun.org got it ps um, yeah. we love you got it yes we love you dot we love you dot dot org yes we love you we love you fun.org yes fun.org got it all right yes ps we love you fund.org everybody write a check put it on your credit card it's a very worthwhile cause coach i know you've had a long night I appreciate you taking time to call me. Thanks so much. Good luck next week. I hope we're talking next week. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Coach. You're welcome. Thank you. 
All right, we got about a minute here, and we'll come back. David Deaton from WKLO. David, you're a radio pro, and you understand this. I need, I need you to hang on for another minute, and we'll come back and talk about uh, Charlestown's win over Corydon Central. Uh, a reminder, Paul Condry and I will be bringing you the pairing show for the upcoming football playoffs, the championship uh, a week from Sunday night, 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock Eastern time on many of these same great stations. It's also streamed on IHSAATV.org. So um, we encourage you to listen to us because, um, I, I, you know, we're both radio guys. <laughs> so listen to us next weekend. Final break. We'll come back, talk some more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. David, thanks for hanging around. I appreciate you waiting. You had a pretty good ball game tonight. Uh, Charlestown, 42-27 winners of recording Central. Uh, this was uh, You had to do some work tonight. Just an active game. A lot of action in this game tonight. Yeah, there certainly was. And it was all Charlestown's action in the first quarter because they led 26 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. So Corridan really wow. had to get it together in a hurry. Good news for the Panthers was they started the second quarter with the football. They marched down the field. Tyler Fessel found Jalen Fowler, senior to senior connection for a touchdown to make it 26-7. They'd cut it to 26-14 before Charlestown would score on a Clay McClelland rushing touchdown. The quarterback coach ran for 200 and 36 yards tonight on the wow. ground to lead the Pirates. Had a fantastic night, threw the ball pretty well, threw a couple of picks, and Corden was down 20 at halftime, but McClellan threw an interception to Tyler Fessel, the Corden quarterback who was playing defensive right. back. He, he returned it 100 yards for a touchdown, oh. to 34-20. Then in the, in the third quarter, Corden scored again to make it 34-27. So it got dramatic there. The Panthers had a chance to tie it on a drive, but they stalled out. Charlestown took it the other way and ended up scoring a touchdown, going for two to get that. But the Panthers fought back tonight from down 26 nothing. came up a little short, but Charlestown's an excellent football team. They're the best team in the Mid-Southern Conference this year. Right. Right. It's still a, a good experience and a, a team that they could see in the sectional here later on in the next few weeks. What a game. From a broadcaster standpoint, it's a game literally that has everything. You know, you have a uh, 100-yard 100 100 yard touchdown return. You have, uh, you, you have big play after big play. No lead is safe. Uh, you have a, an interesting ending. Again, from a broadcaster standpoint, what more could you ask for? That's exactly right. It was definitely action-packed. Not the way we thought it was going to be going in, but it turned out to be a good game nevertheless, even after that. And Charlestown just relaxed enough to let the Panthers back into it. And Corden almost got through the door, but they just couldn't get through it tonight. But again, these two teams could see each other later on, and they right, could be right. equally as entertaining in the sectional if they get a chance to see each other here at the middle of October. All right, who's up next for Corden Central? They will be heading to Providence next week, but we will be just Ooh. down the road in Clarksville where North right. Harrison will be taking on the Clarksville Generals, right. the second leading rusher in the state, and Robert Lamar playing for the Generals. Looking forward to watching him next week and looking forward to seeing the Cougars after they won at Silver Creek tonight, 41 to nothing. So North Harrison playing better football the last couple of weeks now at Corridon. Still a good team, even though they're 3-4 and four right now. 
David Eaton from WKLO on the call of Charlestown's 42-27 win over Cord in Central. David, thanks so much. As always, you're, you're great. I appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. Well, thank you, Coach. You do, you do the same. Thanks so much. Busy night of football. We appreciate everybody calling, coaches, media, uh, associates. Thank you very much for that. Thanks so much to our great stations around the state. They're bringing the show every Friday and Saturday night. Great job by Eddie Garrison and James Adams, as always. Thanks to all of you for listening and making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.